Ron. Jeremy. Pleasure to see you again, buddy. Pleasure, pleasure to see you again. again. Yeah, pleasure got, to see you. I've got a question for you. Yeah? Fire right, away. You're not ex-military. I'm not. What are you doing at Mission Motorsport event today? <laughs> Very good question. <laughs> Very good question. Well, yeah, you know about forces farming. I've told you a little bit about it. But basically, there's a huge gap in, let's say, people coming into the agricultural industry. And I think a big opportunity for people coming out of the forces to marry the two together, um, to offer a great place to work, great industry to work in. Um, and today's proven that completely. Why you? Why so? You you got a background in the corporate Farming. world. Uh, I would say corporate agriculture. Okay. Yeah. And also hands-on farming. Yeah. 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 Uh, why? Why the why the focus on veterans? So I was basically with a contractor, farm contractor, about a year and a half ago, and he he sat there. I went to his office one day, had his head in his hands. And he, he just had enough of the, the job. He had about a hundred grand's worth of insurance claims. Um, and that was all back to staff that had damaged property, hit cars, driven on people's lawns, damaged buildings. And I, it just, it just came to me then. I just said to him, well, have you ever thought about recruiting anyone from, from the forces, any ex-military people? And he said, I hadn't, hadn't even thought about it. Why did you think that? Um, I don't know. So I got a, a good friend of mine, one of my best friends from school. He was medically discharged back in 2016. Um, he came out of Afghanistan quite injured, up and down, etc. Um, and and I just sort of ran it past him and just said to him, well, you know, have you ever thought about working in farming? And he said, you know, he's countryside based anyway. Um, and I just said, well, what about other people? Do you think there's a good opportunity for people coming out? And he sort of raved about the idea and said, yeah, definitely. Ran it past a couple of other people that are serving said, look, is there any, you know, options for someone coming out of the forces if they want to get into farming? Is there anyone that, you know, can help them along the way? And pretty much the answer was, well, no, there's no there's no link between the forces and farming. And if you look back through history, I mean, coming out of the forces, you know, people were sent to the countryside to take on a farm or a bit of land to to work outside and work outdoors, basically. And I, I honestly don't know why it came to me, but I just thought, well, it's it's a good match. There's a lot of transferable skills. There's a lot of opportunities for people who want to do something different you know want to work outdoors want to have a let's say a structured job not working the nine to five you know i i spent nine and a half years <coughs> i do apologize sorry um i worked in let's say corporate corporate world of agriculture for a big manufacturer for about nine and a half years it was great um but at the end i realized as well i don't want to be in an office so i came back out back to back to the uk from germany um pretty much started my career from from zero again because once you leave something you know it's hard to get back in where you sort of left so I went back in about 20% of my salary driving tractors and I, I just couldn't be happier so it sounds weird but I didn't didn't make the same sort of transmission obviously a transition as someone coming out of the military but going out of a job that you'd done for 10 years to go back to something that was in essence new again um, you know it just sort of reinforced the idea of actually this is, you know, you've got to do what you love. Yeah, there's similarities there, definitely. And uh, um, uh, I, I've analy- an- 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 analogized it. An- analyzed it. Uh, no, an- uh, analogy. Analogized. Oh, there's an analogy. Analogized it. Yeah. I've analy- <laughs> it's been a long day, mate. I've analogized it yeah. in the past to um, to a, uh, 
So exactly what you're talking about there, but without Andrade's said it, I said it then. Yeah. Uh, the military transition going from that to out the military yeah. to someone um, uh, all of a sudden being out of the career they were in, yeah. city, into a different career or not having a career. Yeah. It's it is a it can be a catastrophic change of culture, yeah. especially when it's not chosen or forced upon you, or, or well, yeah, or you don't mm. know what mm. you're going into. It can mm. be catastrophic. It's why people when they get made redundant, yeah, end up flipping top of themselves, going down the pan, nervous breakdowns. That that's exactly what it is. So I when I left the last company, the, the career, let's say the corporate world, wasn't wasn't necessarily my choice. It was my choice to leave. But it was sort of a forced hand as in, you're not doing that job anymore. You're going to be doing this job for six months. And then six months became a year. And I just said, you know what? It's not for me. Um, suffered quite a bit with mental health, honestly, in the past. Had um, burnout, depression, lost three stone in six months um, when I left the job. You know, a lot of things came up that, that perhaps needed to be sorted. And I realized that the only way I'm going to sort of fix this and sort myself out is go back to do something I enjoy. Um, so yeah, yeah, sort of made that same same thing. You know, left the job I thought was for life, and yeah, got back into farming. And it's something I'm passionate about. Um, and the other thing I I worked in a lot was training. So I understand understood quite a bit about how to how to let's say how to put someone in an environment where they can learn, not to teach someone. Cause it's different, you know, taking someone let's say our age and saying right, you've got to learn a new skill. Actually, well you have but let's see what's the best environment to learn that in um and that was really where sort of forces farming came from the idea of well market the industry to people leaving the forces during the transition phase phase if it's a case of well i haven't got any experience and then i I spoke to a few people today actually and i said well you know did you know what you were signing up for when you signed up well yeah i knew what i was going to do you didn't know the ins and outs and that's the same i think you know people look at farming and go well i don't know farming well no but you know you're growing crops you're growing animals or a little bit about the industry. Everyone needs to eat, so it's, yeah, it can all be learned. It's one of the big. It's one of the biggest knowledge gaps with exponentially getting out, and I add it as well. So um, I'm, I'm a symptom of that knowledge gap in the veteran mm. um, is they look at so man, they look at forces farming, yeah, or they look at um, John Deere or something like that, right? And they think, oh, and they think, I'm not a farmer. Mm. That's it. That's because. We yeah. look at farm. Well, let's just farm it. I'm not a farmer. I've got. I can't drive a tractor, or, or I'm better than that because they assume it's a you know, really basic ground level thing with no no career path, no yeah. promotion prospects, no you know, yeah. none of that stuff. In the same way, they look at what I two years ago. If you'd said to me, you thought about working in Marsat, which was my day job, I would have gone. I mean, sat like communications company. I would have gone. I don't know comms. I wasn't a signaler when I was in. I ain't got a clue. So what would I do there? But the reality is, same with farming, agriculture, mm. satellite communications, where you have a mission motorsport, right? A mission yeah. automotive, the automotive industry. Their organisations, which have, they have, yes, they have specialist roles, specialist jobs, mm. but they also have everything else in there. Everything else in there. And, exactly. Yeah. And, and all the skills that you have mm. from the military can apply into mm. farming, in which case yeah. what we're talking about now. Well, I had a chap today from the logistics corps come up to me and he, he hadn't even considered farming. And I, you know, we chatted about it and told him about the forces farming concept. And, and, he, and I said to him, you know, what do you do now? I'm in logistics. And I said, well, God, logistics and farming, you know, it sounds silly, but you pick a vegetable 
And that is already at the top. The clock's ticking. It needs to be at the supermarket as quick as possible. Like, you know, millions of tonnes of wheat going out of Southampton docks. Well, that's got to be moved from A to B. You know, we're doing it efficiently, doing it properly, shipping machines around the world. You know, it's, it's, all, it's all there. And then you get into, you know, things like finance and anything, you know, customer support and so on and so forth. There's, there's so many opportunities. And the idea of horses farming actually grew instead of just focusing on people working in farms. Well, let's build onto that and actually look at the whole industry. So then um, got in contact with a few recruitment companies, one large recruit, uh, recruiter for the, probably one of the biggest in the agricultural market, um, specific roles. So when once someone knows what they want to do and they've had a bit of experience, well then let's look at what opportunities are in a recruiter. Um, and another person that looks after the fresh produce sector, you know, talking to them and, and just saying, there's, is there an opportunity for people coming out of the, out the, out the forces? And actually, the, the, a couple of people have said, well, we're already employing people from the forces. So there is a link there, but it's just, I think, sort of marketing the idea that actually it's a good, good opportunity. Um, and, and some great chats today. I mean, it was fantastic. So talking to a couple of people, you know, about, um, I mentioned to you, you know, a lot of jobs in farming, if you get onto a farm or a large estate, well, the job comes with a house. So you take away that need. The, I forgot you mentioned I've, that. Yeah, yeah, I've got to get a mortgage. I've got to, I've got to have savings. I've got to get a job to pay the mortgage. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Well, actually, if there's an industry, you know, and if there's an industry that's already got an accommodation, let's say fixed in with a job, um, and then you add into that the elements of like you know banter, having a laugh. If you're coming out of a of an environment where you think someone said to me today, you know, um, they were talking to a guy on a farm once. He was he had a farming background anyway. And he said to a chap, you know, he said, God, wait, wait, where did you learn to make those sort of comments? And he said, well, you know, I grew up on a farm. And he said, yeah, but I, I make the same comments and I, you know, I've served and you haven't seen what I've seen. Sort of thing. <laughs> and he actually said to me, he said, that should be one of your main, one of your main messages is, you know, well, you can carry on as you are. You can take the piss out of each other. You can have a laugh. You can, you can, you know, you can still be in the same sort of environment, but you're just driving different machines and doing a different job. Yeah. 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 I, I'd forgotten about that accommodation thing. Mm. I remember, so you were saying... We were talking about that, didn't we? You were saying you can get so one of the things is make sure you get out, you need to go and find something to live, blah blah blah. Yeah. And you were saying you can go on to a st- you can go on to a estate a lot of the time. Mm. You go and work in the estate as a whatever role you're doing in agriculture, mm. and as part of that job, you get you get a house as part of the job. Yeah, mate. Tell everyone that. I know, I know, you're exactly right. <laughs> Everyone's leaving the army. Yeah, exactly. And you can enjoy what you're doing. You can work outside. You can, you know, be be on your own, or you can work with people. Because someone else said today, you know, yeah, but you're 16 hours in a tractor on your own. I said, like, yeah, you are, but you've got a radio, so you know, you pick the radio up and say, you know, what's happening, what you're doing, etc. And you just chat. I worked with about eight blokes last year in during harvest, and I've never known banter like it. We didn't have the radio on because it was just all day back and forth, back and forth, taking the piss out of each other, having a laugh, you know. And it, and I just sat and think. Wish more people could do this. Yeah, honestly, yeah. it's just it's just a good good opportunity, and the way that agriculture is changing as well. You know, we I said to someone today, you know, we're going away from chasing sheep and planting seeds. There's there's genetics, there's logistics, there's drones, there's robots, there's autonomy. There's so much that's coming up as well, and and you know, imagery and the amount of people I spoke to today about, you know, lidar imagery and this that and the other sort of thing. It's just it's just all all transferable sort of to, to someone that's coming out and thinks well. I don't know what to do. The last two guys today actually came over to me and said, um, we just want to stroke cows the rest of our lives. <laughs> what, what can we do? Like, All right. Two engineers, one helicopter, one, you know, one yeah. uh, Air Force engineer. And I said, well, if you're interested in it, well, 
come and spend a day or come spend a week with someone working with cattle and see if you still like going home smelling the shit. <laughs> but you know, if you if you don't want a nine to five job and you want something that's rewarding, structured, um, but you can work in the elements, you know. And then the other side, the engineering side, you know, like I said to you, you know, it's it's a case of getting things done. Things go, everything breaks, things go wrong, but it's how you deal with it. And there's um, the company Agco who lent us a tractor today. Oh, Agco, you mentioned yeah. it before. Yeah. You know, they've put on, um, they, had a, they had a talk back in January that they're trying to recruit more people into the engineering side, into the sort of dealership for, the, for supporting machines and fixing machines. And I went to them and said, look, I'm, I'm you know, marketing the industry to people from the forces. Um, so they've actually come up and said, well, we'll do, um, we'll do an insight day on agricultural engineering in July um, over in Warwick. Awesome. We'll give you a training centre. We'll give you three instructors. We'll give you, you know, lunch, food, and we'll we'll make quite a bit of an event of it. So, it, there's a really good, and that's the other thing. There's a really good reception in agriculture for people coming out of the forces. Um, and I had a long chat with someone today about trust. You know, trust in someone that's come out of the forces. Well, you, you know where you stand. You know that person's not going to let you down. You know that they're going to turn up on time. They're going to be reliable. And if you know, you ask them to do something, they're generally going to do it or say, I don't know how, I don't know what I'm doing there, can you show me? But it's all about, yeah, helping people develop and work their way through things. And, yeah, it's a bloody good job. It's mega. It yeah. And, and, you know, and there is a career progression there now. Um, it, the industry's changing, like I say, and it's such an exciting place to be. Um, and then the other most important thing is, of course, we all need to eat. You know, Brexit, love it, hate it, whatever, we all need to eat. We all need to know where food's coming from. Um, food security. You know, an old farmer said to me um, a couple of weeks back when I was talking about this, he said, you know what, well, I'll be all right if the supermarket shelves go dry because I can grow my own food. I wish more people, you know, could do the same. Yeah. yeah. It is mega, mate. It is mega. How can people follow what Forces Farming is doing? So at the moment, we're uh, pretty active on Instagram, at Forces Farming. Um, the website has should, be, should have gone live today. Um, ForcesFarming.co.uk. I know, I need to check that as well. Actually. I'll have a look back. Yeah, have a look now. Um, yeah, forcesfarming.co.uk or if anyone wants to send me an email, it's jeremy at forcesfarming.co.uk. J-E-R-E-M-Y. What is next on the horizon for you, mate, for Forces Farming? So we've got the, the event in July, so planning for that. Yeah. Um, continue pretty much promoting the industry to people from the Forces. So looking into various channels, whether that's doing a few articles in a couple of magazines, um, or um, dealing with everyone I spoke to today, to be honest with you. You know, I had about probably 10 people left me their email address. Um, can you send us some more information? Can I contact you? Yep, send me your CV. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what comes next, basically. But start getting people into Insight Days um, experience. If it's what you want to do, then let's start looking at training. Um, through different organisations and through different options, basically. So, and any any more events that come up like this, you know, glad to attend. It's great. Yeah, really appreciate what they put on today. That's yeah, good. Thank you, uh, Mission Motorsport, James Cameron, and all the rest of them. Thank you. Uh, brilliant, mate. Jeremy Gibbs, absolute pleasure. Good luck with it all, buddy. Thank you, Hugh. Yeah. Appreciate that.